When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dustin's Vinyl. This is my bad dude on guitar, Anthony Kapler. Hey, that was up? good. That was very buddy guy. That sounded yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I think it kind of had a nice influence. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to our uh, second pre recorded show here. Uh, we are recording for the podcast and for Twitch TV. So. You know, this is kind of weird for us. We're actually here, but we're not. Yeah. We're coming at you pre-recorded. I like pre-recorded. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's when yeah. it's next level, when you're like, oh, I'll just pre-record and air it. And uh, yeah, so we're, uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're getting Hollywood, man. Making episodes <laughs> and just doing stuff and letting people just see it recorded. Whatever that means. Anyway, I'm I'm all over the place, man. Um, literally you're taking you're taking private jets everywhere these days i mean you know Tour buses private jets it's you know it's once in a while you know things come back and uh, <laughs> 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 when you're good to people and you know and you're funny enough to hold your own and then people you know give you a cool gig and this has been a great gig so this is uh it's been phenomenal man just you know working with Napergazzi, and there he is on the wall there. So, oh, yeah. but it's, uh, yeah, man, it's really cool. We, cause we played a gig in Dallas and it was, uh, his biggest audience yet. Um, when, you know, by himself, like he'd done some big stuff with Foxworthy and stuff, but this oh, was yeah. you know, by himself and it was 5,600, almost wow. you know, whatever people. And, uh, obviously biggest crowd I ever performed in front of. And, uh, it was uh, it was pretty phenomenal. Like my mom got to see me, you know, which is cool because I think yeah. you know my mom's still like, "Are you making money yet?" You know, <laughs> so it was nice. Yeah, I guess it. when you're doing five thousand people, that question doesn't come up. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. You know, um, you know, I Chili's sponsored it. I gave her my Chili's card. It was like a hundred bucks. Like I was, I was, <laughs> I took her on the tour wow. bus. When you throw it around yeah. Chili's money, that's how you know. <laughs> And then my brother's there. Of course, he's wearing a cowboy hat, you know, the whole thing. And uh, yeah, we're kind of estranged a little bit. So I think it was good for everybody to see me in this environment and stuff. Yeah, so, that's Everybody awesome. always questions stand up. They're like, is it really yes. a real thing? And, you know, and so these tours have been great. And um, but uh, yeah, that was something else performing that in front of that many people. And, you know, I'm, theater stuff, you know, going from basements to like, you know, 5,000 people is like, you know, bar shows to that is like, cause I still play those kind of, you know, crappy yeah. gigs. And then, you know, I'll play something like this and it's like, you know, the rhythm is so different and you got to kind of slow down. And, and boy, I tell you when nobody laughs on one joke, you feel it when it's 5,000 people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's no question about whose fault like, it is. Okay. Changing that joke. Uh, 5,000 people told me to not do that one anymore. Um, I, is there 
I so one time I did a, a show and there was twelve hundred, okay. and that is much different than any even a club that's like four hundred or whatever. Sure. Is yeah. there a difference between like a smaller theater and the five thousand? This is or is it comparable? Um, I think it's all the same. I think once you get past twelve hundred, it's about the same. A thousand. I think anything that's a theater atmosphere is all the same. I mean, this was five thousand, big stadium, but it's, it it was not. It wasn't that much different than the one before, which is maybe two, three thousand. So it's like, you know, it's like, you know, this was cool because it was a new venue. Most of these theaters have been kind of old, kind of you know, uh, yeah, classic theaters and stuff, and so, you know the sound quality in this was amazing The you know, they had videos on the thing. And so it's like, yeah, it's definitely, you know, a little more wow, it had the, had screens and stuff. Yeah. It's on the nice. screen. So you that's know. different. I mean, yeah, I, I've never performed kind of at a fun. place like that. That's awesome. I did that once. It's like a big casino and they had the, yeah. the screens on the thing. So yeah, so it's cool. But, uh, but great, yeah, and, and it's funny because music can, I mean, stand up can, you know, kind of compare to music when it's at that level, you know, because yeah, it I has think, to be a different show. That's why there's arena rock bands and there's yeah. club bands. It's, yeah, it's the same same idea. Yeah, so it's, it's got to cool. be huge when it's a big arena. So how are you doing? Is how's the album doing? Is it uh, getting it out there? I'm working on a couple things. I'm yeah. working on. Uh, I have so I have a, a straight comedy music comedy album I'm working on called okay. Comedy Songs Are Not Funny, and that's coming along. <laughs> and then I'm starting a, another music project that is. I mean, it's probably still going to be somewhat funny, but I'm I'm starting another thing that is like going to be geared more towards just music fans. Okay. So that it doesn't have to be like marketed as comedy, and and if you know, it's so I'm, I'm starting this. It's going to be called uh, Buzz Killjoy. Will be the name of the band. I like it. Band. I like um, it. I think you should do a, an album of every genre. I think that should be your goal. Like you I'd just like do. to. Like yeah. the early Beck albums, like yeah. the first like five albums he did is like he didn't repeat any kind of sound that he'd done before yeah. until I think maybe Sea Change. That after that, then he started kind of going back to some of those some of the sounds that he How had done. How come we don't listen to Beck like we used to? I feel like Beck is one of those guys that should be you know like everybody's always playing David Byrne, all these like classic yeah. guys. It's like we should be playing Beck more. I think like, nobody Beck is great. He really is. They don't play. Odele, I've listened songs. to Odele the last couple of months. You know, like it holds up. I think Beck's better than Bowie. What do you think? Wow. Well, I listened to Beck more than I listened to Bowie for sure. I, <laughs> I did that, and my co-host just turned completely I know, he red. Did not, he did not like that. <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead and bring these guys in so I can get attacked. All right, everybody. Uh, Dustin's vital. Uh, the other half of the half. Uh, Jeffrey Paul and Adam Holtz. Everybody. <laughs> How are you guys? <laughs> Pretty good. Is better than Bowie. <laughs> you getting back for me from the buddy guy comment? No, I, you know, it, I think Anthony influenced me a little bit because Anthony, <laughs> Anthony last week or the week before was like, you know, I'm not that into Bowie and stuff. And then I started thinking about it. I'm into Bowie as a figure of rock. Me too. And I, and I do like probably four songs that are great. Yeah. You know, like Changes and Hero and, uh, you know. Suffragette City is great. Ziggy Stardust. Yeah, Ziggy it's Stardust. like, you know, uh, there's like four songs that I probably really love. And then I don't, I think I kind of like, I would skip over a lot of songs. Oh, I think. Wow. 
Hey, I feel like Bo. Uh, I don't even know how to respond to this. I think Beck might be the closest thing that that my generation had to a Bowie type. Yeah, Bowie Beck's know? amazing, though. Yeah. Dude. yeah, I mean, I don't. I know Adam likes Beck. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he would go with that statement, but um, I think it's yeah, just. You know. I'd have to think about that. If uh, I mean yeah. Beck was one of my favorites, especially in the '90s, and he's yeah. definitely one of the most unique voices in rock from uh, at least since the '90s. Yeah, and no one else has done all the kinds of genres, you know. Like it's not like he's in five different bands. That's it's yeah. it's all Beck doing all these different sounds. He did a funk album. He did like yeah. He's done all. And Bowie did that too. He you know. I don't and, think he has the catalog that Bowie has. He does I don't not. Think it's close. He does not. But um, but I I'm might saying listen. he's the closest thing for yeah. the next. The You're other, probably the next right. Generation. You're right. We'll give you that. But he is um, the only thing that really matters in music. The only thing that matters is if you get nominated right. uh, in the Rock and Roll Hall <laughs> of Fame. And yeah. so he's nominated in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So that makes him better than Bat Benatar. It makes him better. He's in the Rock and Hall of Fame already. He's nominated. Nominated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he he can't go in before Pat Benatar. Be, and not before Pat, Pat Benatar be never going crime. in until she dumps her goofy husband. He, he shouldn't go in before Maiden. He shouldn't go in before Priest. Stop it. I don't know if I agree. Beck is more innovative than a lot of those guys. He's he's trying different stuff. Like those guys are great at their, they're great the, in their lane, but good. they're not doing anything different. I don't I can't tell the difference between one Maiden album and another. Beck has like 15 different sounds, man. Yeah. Even made Kanye go, whoa, this guy's good. You know, yeah. Kanye hates everybody. <laughs> Turn yeah. tables and a microphone. That's a good song. <laughs> Where Beck's is that? Where I like that, that he boiled his whole career down to just one, to one, one line song, in a song. They got a lot of play. So yeah. <laughs> made a lot of money off that song. Yeah. He's just a cool dude. It's like his father was a comedian, which I think is interesting. And oh, he was like, a comedian. He was like a vaudeville comedian. And when he was on, I think this is right. You can fact check me if you want, Adam. But apparently, he was on one of the uh, talk shows, like a like a Johnny Carson type show or Jay Leno Tonight Show, kind of like maybe a I forget what it was. Whatever was before Jack Parr. And his uh, he apparently he got on the show, and then the host had a tie on, and he cut his tie. And oh, the, really? And so when Beck went on the Tonight Show, he grabbed Jay Leno's tie and cut it out of uh, you know That's out of this great. honor of his father. Oh, cool! Like, really That's funny great. thing. So yeah, I you know. Yeah, I always Doesn't thought make that him his. Better than Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought his dad was a like a composer, like some kind of uh... yeah, uh, David Campbell. Yeah, I think yeah. Did there's no? Am I totally wrong on this comedian thing? Did he do the? Did he do the tie thing? If, if, did he do the tie thing? Are, I know that was a great story. Thing. Who cut the tie thing? Put in. Put in. Beck cuts tie. Am <laughs> 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 I making shit up on the show? Maybe. <laughs> Fake news. Go with it, guys. Uh, you don't have to fact check me. Yeah, if Joe Rogan <laughs> has a podcast. We can say whatever exactly. we want about Beck's There's dad. That, nobody has to have truth anymore. <laughs> Anthony, it is an interesting observation. To bring up uh, Beck as someone who, you know, is in the conversation with Bowie. Because yeah. you really don't hear, you know, a lot of comparisons to, to Bowie. No, I can't think of any. The only other person that I could think of maybe would be Prince. But that's the same sort of generation. But like as far as like next generation's Bowie, I don't really know who it would be if, if not Beck. It's interesting. 
I, I also like the uh, I think it's, I think it's closer to uh, David Byrne. I think uh, I think Beck has probably surpassed David Byrne. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say this: Bowie's first what five albums are terrible. <laughs> There's well, a so, reason why he didn't make it to like the ninth album. So which album are, was Our Dust? That was way late. That was way later. Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah. Well, that was thought, that. That was what that changed everything. And but before oh, that, that, was, that guy, dude, that guy was busting out albums left and right. But um, remember, yeah. that was also the time where bands were something putting out two, three albums a year. Yeah. Well, nobody was touching Bowie until, <laughs> until Ziggy Stardust. So, and everybody touched Beck out of the gate. So, you know, there's something yeah, to be said about I, that. Different, different was... time period. And again, we look at we look at the catalog, and I like I like his stuff uh, with uh, produced by Trent Reznor. I still only oh, yeah, like five great. songs. Industrial stuff. I still only like five songs. I don't. I mean, I have I have some Bowie albums, but I just you know, it's not it's not like I listen to it all the way through. It's not like it's not. I'm not. That's into how it. I am too with Bowie. Yeah, it's good. It's good. But stuff. I still respect him. The greatest hits are good. The greatest hit stuff's good. You know, knock 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 on wood. You know, it's fun cover. You know, it's it's he's good. He's great. He's great. And he's a, he is music like he's uh, he's this thing that had to happen. He's definitely an impactor. You know, it's just like it's just it's like Anthony. You get on Anthony because he doesn't like your music. It's just he's just not drawn to it. So I think Bowie's, you know, more of a T-shirt for me sometimes, you know, than he is kind of somebody I, I want to sit down and go, oh, I I'm going to listen to Bowie right now. Come on, he's a lot more than a T-shirt. Anthony, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out, you know, where he stands in music. I want to like Anthony. I really do. <laughs> it makes it well, so damn hard. Yeah, you know, I grew at least up- he's not racist. Yeah, I'm I know. Really. Racist? <laughs> How are you racist? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, I don't know if you listened to the last episode. You were you were pretty bad. I wasn't racist. Was you were totally I have racist. my opinions on Buddy Guy. He's totally overrated. Racist. We're hoping that that episode gets us some heat. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you just seem to have a lot of opinions about artists that are not white. I have, I have opinions about every artist. No, it's mostly you, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I have my opinions on Beck. Yeah. Bobby Beck's Bear true. Jr. You do hate Bobby Bear Jr. I yeah, learned uh, that the hard way. Daft Punk. <laughs> I don't think Anthony had anything to do with that. That was the early days. <laughs> that, that was, that was uh, Adam. Yep. Dude, whatever. You could turn, you know. It's like good stuff. It doesn't matter. I think right, Pharrell uh, Williams is good. Well, how was Hellstorm? You guys went to Hellstorm? How was that? Yeah. Concert? It was good. They were great. Yeah. It was Hellstorm and Evanescence. Evanescence. And yeah. Hellstorm, uh, they have a new album coming out uh, next month. And I heard a track off of it. It's really, really good. They are, they're a lot heavier than you think. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, Apocalyptic was good. I Am the Fire was good. You know, they closed with uh, I Love the Misery. Um, uh, the second song is, was, was, you know, that was that was killer. That was uh, uh, Love Bites. Uh, that was really nice. good. And then um, Evanescence comes on and that opening song. What was that? Some What's, what's the first track off the new album? Off of the Bitter Truth. It yeah. is. Oh, what's the name of it? Um, very, very heavy, though. It was that was good, and they they both you know Evanescence probably if Hailstorm played an hour, uh, Evanescence probably maybe played an hour and fifteen. Okay, so the uh, the opening song was Artifact and the Turn, and then it went right into a uh, Broken Piece of Shine. Bro- bro- broken broken Piece of Shine was insane. 
that drum that drummer really i mean you know like you know that that double tap was great it, that mm. was really really good i, I didn't think realize evanescence was, little... was still around oh yeah well the thing is they had broken up for a little bit and they had another li- a singer called Lindsay sterling who sang they with them the singer yeah she left I th- actually thought her name was Evanescence. <laughs> I didn't know that they I could have that. I said that was shampoo. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's a <laughs> herbal essence. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it's Amy Lee. She's Amy Lee. Yeah. She's great. Um, <laughs> that was great. That's a good reference. Uh, you know, I try sometimes. Um, all right. So, uh, Honor of Black History Month, we're going to have Jeff leave this segment. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, he's not a racist. He has a lot of like friends. He doesn't talk to them, but he has them. <laughs> so he keeps them around. <laughs> just for pictures. Just for pictures. Just for pictures. Uh, Nico White. That's his one black friend. All right. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, we have uh, Anthony is going to uh, bring us an album that's probably going to create some more racism with Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, take it away, buddy. All right, I picked uh, <laughs> I picked the first Wu Tang Clan album. Enter the Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers. Um, so this was this the the debut album. It was a uh, kind of gritty sound, which which helped uh, kind of uh, restore the 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 kind of New New York presence in in hip hop in the in the nineties, and and had a direct influence on uh, artists like Nas and Notorious B.I.G. and uh, Jay Z and people like that. Um, what else? Uh, <clears throat> so it was recorded like it was recorded really cheaply, uh, which is why it sounds as gritty. Sort of like a, I mean, to me, it kind of reminds me of like the sound of a. It's kind of punk rock sounding, uh, like a punk rock hip hop album, just with the the grittiness and that kind of attitude. And uh, so uh, RZA produced it, mixed it, arranged it. He did the programming. Um, he was the one responsible for the, uh, like the samples. So it's a, they call it sonic collages of like uh, classic soul uh, records and and then also samples from old martial arts movies. And uh, what was this? Oh yeah, I saw this fact that I thought was pretty cool. The song "Protect Your Neck" uh, apparently cost three hundred dollars to record. And apparently they paid the studio in quarters uh, <laughs> for that session. Um, and so, uh, you know, they had a limited budget and there's so many guys in the group and the studio was small. So um, it was, you know, always crowded in the studio and, and they actually had to uh, sort of fight over who was going to be on certain tracks just because there wasn't enough space for them all to be there. So 
uh, Riza had had the members do uh, like rap battles to decide who was going to be on uh, on the tracks. So they really had oh, to wow. to fight for it. And I mean, um, this is maybe my favorite hip hop album of all time. I just I just think that they they nailed it. The attitude. It's aggressive. It's um, you know it's like it has so many different artists that you you can't not find moments of greatness you know cuz this is like them at their peak they were really hungry for uh for it they really just wanted to you know they just wanted to be huge and uh so that's that's my pick uh and i don't know if you noticed i'm wearing the uh Wu-Tang Clan shirt. Uh, you got me this a couple of years back from my from my birthday. That's right. I got you that uh, embroidered Wu-Tang yep, shirt. That's embroidered. <laughs> Crazy Wu-Tang. Um, yeah, I love the story of Wu-Tang Clan. I think it's the it's the true American dream. It's um, it's definitely um, you know kind of this amazing story of these guys kind of like and I love the pain and quarters and like just scrubbing around and now that's like they're gigantic. Yeah. And it's like they have a, you know, they have a Hulu show about their their life story. They, you know, there's like, and to talk about, you know, that's the thing, being on this Nate tour, it's like, you know, it's so great when somebody gives back to their homies and stuff. And so I'm feeling that by, by being in part of this tour. And so, and that's what these guys really were about, you know, just kind yeah. of collaborating with so many people and friends and things. And, and, but, but at the same time you had to earn it, you know, you had to kind of earn to be on the tracks and how cool is that? I mean, I would love to battle off the rest of these openers with Nate and, you know, <laughs> yeah, imagine <laughs> so you're I could get to all the dates. I'd be like, all right, let's yeah. do this. I'll, I'll take all of you. But, uh, you know, yeah, who's doing the, who's doing the 5,000 seater. All right. Yeah. <laughs> battle it out. Bring now. it on, buddy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I got you. No, no, Vicky. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, but it's it's a good song. And this album, I hadn't listened to it in a while. I kind of dropped the ball and didn't re-listen to it. But I've definitely listened to a lot of this stuff. I, I'd met a few of them one time when I was doing a show in Connecticut. I think uh, something herbal herbal might have been passed around with me and some of the <laughs> no guys way. in the band and you know i, I remember that's just, pretty awesome I, yeah i was kind of one of those like i'm kind of in it but i didn't realize until i had left they're like yeah that's method or whoever you know but it was um you know definitely um i think they're a big part of the history of hip-hop and rock you know yeah. and i know jeff uh, disagrees with that uh that hip-hop be, should be in the same breath as rock and roll but i think they're very rock and roll and punk rock the fact that they any anybody that does this like this out of the gate who doesn't have a famous father who doesn't yeah. have a you know connection you know that can make and the impact that they made and first of all it's like you know it's there's a lot of genius marketing with them you know that logo is one of the greatest oh, yeah. band logos of all time. Mm -hmm. It's up there know, with the Black Flag bars, I think. Black Flag bars, Van Halen, you know, whatever. It's just it's one of those like defining thing. You see it, you know exactly. Yeah, so, and it's awesome that they all like for the most part, all of them incorporate that logo into their all their solo stuff. Like Method Man, yeah. it's like they just turn it upside down, uh, and so it's. It, yeah, I mean it's pretty yeah. iconic, and you know, and they're also funny. Like yeah. you know, it's not the just skits. <laughs> they have skits. You know, it's not it's, just straight so, shit. And the skits are so good that Dave Chappelle used one of the skits on Chappelle Show. Oh, did he really? Oh, that's yeah, great. like the the before the Method Man track on this album. You know, okay. the torture thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
uh, Chappelle used it on some sketch where he's like playing the like the the white news anchor. Okay. Uh, and they they do you know sort of the same just the same skit but in that context. So they Very are cool. actually funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Adam, how do you feel about this debut Wu-Tang album? How do you feel about Wu-Tang in general? Well, it's been, uh, I mean, this took me back to college. It's been so many years since I've heard this album. Um, it's very grimy. It's, uh, I saw a comparison where, uh, they said that this was a, this is, this album was kind of Tarantino-esque that it was, it was, you know, they kind of compared it to Reservoir, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Um, and you know, there's that grindhouse kind of feel to it. But um, but yeah, this took me back. I mean, this we used to play this at parties. Uh, I remember uh, some of my favorites are "Clan of the Front," um, "The Mystery of Chess Boxing," "Cream," um, yeah, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I mean, the, they're all classic classics. Yeah, and I don't really. I mean, this is listening to this. I was trying to figure out any. Um, kind of comparisons to you know i put on odd future wolfgang which a lot of people compare um uh, as like a, a kind of more contemporary wu-tang but i don't know there's just something about there's just something about the rawness and and i mean i and, and odd future wolfgang is also very they also have a, a, a punk feel to their rap but there's also that auto-tune component and stuff um i don't know there's just something more just raw and pure about Wu-Tang. Yeah, they're definitely, um, the grit and raw is good. Yeah. They don't see, it doesn't seem it's, overproduced. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Cause, Cause they couldn't afford it. So <laughs> but I, love the, I love that sound. I, I, I didn't really, I didn't realize until I was, you know, doing a little research for this, that, you know, like the Nas Illmatic album, I didn't realize that it was because of the Wu-Tang album that artists like that started incorporating that kind of production. Yeah. I just thought that was the thing, you know, but, but, you know, this album was like pretty groundbreaking, I guess, you know, influential. All right. So here comes, here comes, here it is. (laughs) We all like it. Jeff, how do you feel about this album? All right, well, well so a couple of things with this album. First, let's talk about Wu Tang for a second. Um, okay. Interesting story. One, um, I'm in Amsterdam in sometime in the 90s, and who do I run into? Is Wu Tang Clan? Me and my friends. Okay, where is Wu Tang from? Staten Island. Yes. Where am I from? And my friends, Staten, Staten Island. Island. We, they wind up inviting me and my friends. We wind up going with them to a Jamaican bar in Amsterdam and hanging out. We don't get home till about nine o'clock in the morning the next day. Uh, it's a great time. Another connection with Wu-Tang is Method Man, who lives on Staten Island, uh, brings his dog to my wife, who's a veterinarian. Wow. Okay? So, he still lives uh, so in Staten that, that, that's, that's a connection. I, like, I love what you said about the marketing. Uh, I think that you're, you're right on. I, you know, it is one of the most iconic music logos. You know, you don't have to be a fan. You don't have to know their music, but you definitely know that logo. That really, mm-hmm. really smart. Um, I like what Dustin had to say about the, um, you know, about the, you got a roof for them because, you know, they don't know anybody and they make good. And, you know, Adam's right about the, the production. But for me, yeah, listen, I'm not going to pretend that like, um, 
this music is meant for me or I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, this is like, you know, down my wheelhouse. Um, when I listened to it, I, I don't I didn't really like it. I, I mean, there's other rap that I like a lot more than this. Um, what do you like? What, what kind of hip hop do you like? I mean, I, I kind of MC. like. No, no, I kind of like more like Run D- <laughs> DMC. I oh, like Houdini. Yeah, yeah. uh, okay. I love you know. You guys know I love Public Enemy. I think that yeah, yeah. to this day, I still think they're the best uh, rap group out there. I like NWA a lot more than okay. than uh, Wu Tang. So me, we have me, similar tastes, except we don't agree on Wu Tang. And I love no, all that stuff I, for, too. I mean, again, this is for me. I, this, I, this, I know this isn't meant for me, but at least I think with those other artists that I, that I mentioned, I think. In the songs that they're doing, it, you know, there are more hooks. I didn't think there are uh, mm. there are a lot of hooks Interesting. With, with this stuff. So that's actually one of the things I like about this album. I I don't really like a lot of those hooks. You know, like this is definitely more aggressive without the hooks. Yeah, Anthony's music doesn't even have to rhyme. You know what I mean? Like he is, <laughs> he is a different. <laughs> I'm outside the box. <laughs> he really is. He's outside. But, but uh, yeah, but again, so it's 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 not for me. I wouldn't. I would never put this on. You know, I don't know if it's right for thing. me either. But I can get down with it just because I, I have can't get down with facets it. of myself that can yeah. dip in and out. Like, I'm obviously not waking up in the morning and listening to Wu-Tang for the room. Mean, that's my day routine. But it's not something I'm probably going to go out of my way. Um, would I buy it on vinyl? Maybe. You know, I when DM, uh, DMX died, I bought some DMX. And I, and I wasn't into it until I started kind of listening to it. You know, I knew a couple of songs. But it's like I became a little more into him as I just gave it a shot. But I guess you being from Staten Island, I'm sure you've had plenty of opportunities. So it's like always around. But. Have you oh, seen yeah. them live at all? I feel like yes, they did. Um, I saw them because I was working uh, a Rage Against the Machine uh, tour. Okay, and they were the opening act. Okay, and wow. they actually were not bad live. I I like them better live, you know. Than but again, it, it I can't take it for too much too long. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't take an hour of that. I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, you I, don't like, them... I don't like a million members on on the yeah. uh, on the stage. It gets too confusing. This... There's, like, there's a lot of yeah. shit going on. That's how yeah. Willie Nelson is. Willie Nelson has like 45 relatives <laughs> with guitars and violins. <laughs> <They're> playing guitars. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. But you saw them like as a group all together. All yeah. Yeah. That's cool because I I've seen um, Ghostface Killer, and I saw Raekwon. But I have I have not seen them all all together. Yeah, they had inspect the deck uh, in it. Um, uh, you know, I guess the two main guys are what uh, uh, Method Man and uh, the RZA. It was RZA, Jizza. Method Man's pretty important. Older bastard used to be. I mean, he's dead now. Uh, who else is there? Ghostface Killer, You God, Inspect the Deck. How many is that? Too many. That's most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take care of your your homes, your homies. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Listen, I, I, I wish them well. You know, that, you know, I'll root for anyone from from Staten Island. You know, they they represent Ex- Staten Island. Pete well. Davidson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like you know, I, I lived in Staten Island for a lot of years. That's right, you did. did. Yeah. And I did a lot of Soul Joe gigs there, so I feel like I'm connected. <laughs> oh yeah, Looney. Island. Island. I did the festival there. Yeah, nice. 
I guess it was a festival. It was like they, a, had, a, they had a festival. It was Italian festival. restaurant. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's, that's Staten Island. I remember one shows. One time I was doing. I had a show in in a an Italian restaurant. It was kind of like my first maybe couple of years in comedy, and I had to pick up a couple of comics at the uh, at this Staten Island ferry. It was Anthony DeVito and Greg Stone. Oh and, yeah. Um, so I pick Funny them up, guys. and I, at the time I had a Cadillac, and as we're driving, Anthony goes. This could be the most Staten Island thing I've ever done. I'm going to do a show in Staten Island in a Cadillac. <laughs> to an Italian restaurant. All right. Oh, That's great. All right, cool. So Wu-Tang for life, baby. Um, great, great job, Anthony. You did a good job, by the way. Oh, thank you. You really, you had your rhythm. You were good. And then you got off script for a minute and you kind of told them why you like them. And I like that. Yeah. Sometimes you got to so, you know, feel you know, it. This is... You know, I just I don't try I don't pick albums at random for this show. I, I everything I bring here is like something that's close to my heart. Even it, even that Bobby Bear Jr. one that you hated. Just so you know, but, we all do that on the show. All right, nobody's nobody's <laughs> nobody's half assed here. You're not the only one that cares about music. Okay, <laughs> we're all obviously bringing what we feel is a part of our lives. So yeah. I'm it down, buddy. All right, <laughs> I am the most interested in all of the music we talk about. Okay, easy, Tiger. All right, <laughs> jeez, you only want the soul here. Got it. Okay. <laughs> He's this guy, you know, you help out your buddy and then that's what happens. <laughs> Act like He's the only legit one here. Okay. So, um, Jeff, let's do some lists. List with Jeff. Could we get a, okay. a melody for that? Anthony, let's do it. We got to do a melody. Let's Come try on, it. Should I give it my all or should I just take Jeff list? What do you want to call it? Top. It's like list with Jeff. List, ladies list. and gentlemen, this segment is called List, list, list Jeff. with Jeff. Let's would you? There you go. You do it. That's good. One more oh. time. Oh, okay. You like that? I'll do We're that again. Cut out my part. List with Jeff. <laughs> that's what you get. It, it gets to the point. It. People know what this is going to be. We're Next finding we'll ourselves on the show. We're finding. Yeah. This is good. This is good. Okay, All right, Jeff. Well, what do you got? In honor of Black History Month, um, this <laughs> is according to BET. Okay. okay the Very top black. twelve albums you should own. Okay. okay. And before 12. you start, do you agree with any of them? Yes. <laughs> yes. I like this list a lot more okay. than the guitarist list. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Okay. So here we go. Number 12. Come on. The only thing is, I think this album should be higher. Uh, Purple Rain. Okay. New is be coming Purple in Rain. at Felt number it. 12. Okay. Classic. There we go. Um, oh, you got it. Look <laughs> you got that. it right oh, there. Wow. I got How that one too. That? We That's a good one just... on vinyl. That's a good one yeah. on vinyl. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a great uh, album. And you know the you know the movie was a big part of our lives. And you know I saw when Prince died. Well, I was with Anthony when Prince died. We yeah, room. we saw it on the news. Yeah, yeah, breaking news. Out. And then we just <laughs> popped pills right after. But, um, <laughs> but just uh, think how many great uh, singles came out of this album. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great album. And, uh, you know, even, you know, and he's still producing music, you know, some of that vault stuff in the vault yeah. was, was pretty good. That last album was, wasn't bad. Oh, uh, uh, welcome to America. Yeah. It wasn't bad. There was some good one. We covered that. It was good. Yeah, it was very yeah. good. Um, it had some, it had some moments. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, all right. It was cool. Um, 
Yeah, I love Purple Rain a lot. I feel um, I just just the you know just the part of the movie when he you know it's like he's a struggling artist and he's like it, it's always something you know it's like, like as a comic like you relate to that identity of like you're just like you know you try to do a show in front of industry and like so, you know something goes wrong nobody knows what's happening you know it's like you know and then he just pulls it out in the end and like purple rains a hit and everything you know it's just i don't know just that moment everybody starts waving their hands you know it's like a just a big deal you know it's like do, pierces through you that song so do you guys have a, a favorite single off the album um i like everything i love uh let's go let's go crazy let's go crazy one of the yeah. best guitar solos i think i've ever heard mm. that guitar solo in that song oh my gosh <laughs> It's so good. I, I, still, such a good I, I still love. How come Prince wasn't on that list? He's a. That's a, he was that's a, a good. Yeah. That's, that's a yeah. Should have been top ten on that list. That's ridiculous. Yeah, the fact I mean, that he wasn't even on the top twenty-five. No, oh, buddy guy. Uh, should have replaced Knopfler. Get off, buddy guy. Get Anthony. You should not have replaced. Knopfler should have been way higher on that list. You're telling me Randy Rhodes. That's what I think. No, Prince was a better guitar player than Knopfler. He was not better. Who? Prince is a better guitar player than all these guys. Prince was great. He's better than a lot of uh, yeah. better guitar player than yeah. George Harrison. Well, Absolutely. He, he, and anybody he, he else that Jeff list. liked, he's way better. Okay. <laughs> Jeff okay, Beck, we, we could have taken so him off. Number number 11, 1985 debut release of Whitney Houston. Yep. And mm. it had like the big That was hit, the one uh, we talked about. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey. There it is. Adam, man, yeah. you're really on your game. Yeah, Adam has all the stuff. Yeah, saving all my love for you. Uh, how will I know? I mean, that that was a monster, monster album. Yeah, they had yeah. greatest love of all on it. Also, yeah, oh if, you like, if you like that kind of stuff, it's good. Yeah, I do. I think. <laughs> I think. I think a voice and talent is undeniable. Her voice is. Oh yeah, is phenomenal. Well, I mean, one of the best. There's yeah. There's nobody that could Nobody's replace better. her. She's great. I mean, okay. it's not something I'm going to turn on the radio, but it's good stuff. If it's on the radio, you're not turning it off, are you? Yeah. Depends on the song. Yeah, I'm going to switch it up. Mm. It's not my jam. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Okay. Uh, this is my gem. I like this num number 10 uh, from 1971, Marvin Gaye, What's Going On. I think mm -hmm. one of the most important albums ever put out. That song, that album saves relationships. <laughs> <laughs> you put that on with some candles. All right, you're gonna have a day. Yeah, night. you want to get it because you want you. Nothing gets you more into the mood than uh, anti-Vietnam uh, music. It right? does actually. It's the best, <laughs> best, best. The best mood is anti-Vietnam music. No, but I, I, you know, I, it, 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 it's, it's a great album. It really yeah. is, you know, Marvin Gaye and the, you know, not gonna say coming to age, but really where it's his breakout where he's not gonna be told what to do and he's not gonna listen to Gordy Berry. And this is, this is his, this is his baby. This is his project. And I, I again, I think it's a great, great album and again, an important album. Uh, number nine. Um, James Brown, live at the Apollo, 1963 release. 
Okay. Um, some of the hits on it were think and please, please, please. I don't know. You guys big James Brown fans? Oh, yeah. Like Godfather Rock and Roll. He was great. Uh, I like James Brown. I mean, I didn't like that movie very much, but, uh, mm. you know, him as a person, probably not the greatest, but his music <laughs> and what he evolved and what he, the impact he made on lead singers everywhere. Pretty great. Which Jim. is great because he rarely ever sang anything. It was just a lot of shouting nonsense. No, that's singing, man. What are you talking about? Shouting nonsense. Popcorn. <laughs> no, no, I just, come you know. on. That's what Michael Jackson does. It's just, <laughs> you know, he's just higher octane, but it's still the same kind of stuff. It's like, it's yeah. very similar. <laughs> he's using his voice as an instrument. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's not always just singing lyrics. Like you, he's, yeah, using yeah. It, he's using it as an instrument, you know, peanut butter, you know, it's a, I, I like it. Oh, but it's you know, I like your impression. I think it, I think you need to incorporate some more James Brown in your act. <laughs> Peanut Peanut butter. Butter. <laughs> That'd be a funny commercial if he ever he was still alive to do a Reese's commercial. Yeah, no, I just I remember watching the uh, on on pay per view. I watched the I think it was Woodstock '99. And he was one of the performers. And I just remember that, that it was mostly just stuff like that. He was just shouting. Was that, is that right? He was he was one of them, wasn't he? What I don't remember. I don't think I, I'm making this up. Like the Beck I, thing. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't but, make uh, it up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was one of the performers, and and I just remember he was just doing like a lot of food shouting, <laughs> popcorn and peanut butter, and I'm fighting the Beck thing right now. I, <laughs> hey, so number I, eight. I like I yeah. think you guys are going to like this one because I, I, I think it's a great album, too. Um, 1998's uh, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Oh, yeah. Lauren Hill. You know, uh, I, I, I love that, that, that this record. I love uh, that thing. Yep. Um, mm. Everything is everything. I think it's a, just, you know, really, really in for the for the time, a great yeah. uh, recording. Eight Grammys, right? Didn't she Something win eight like that, Grammys yeah. for that? That yeah. I mean, I respect that album. I don't, I, I don't listen to it, but it's you know you can't deny that it had a huge impact. Well, I mean, of course, I mean you hear a lot of Alicia Keys, you know, mm -hmm. you know, or a lot of Lauren Hill in Alicia Keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a great album. And, you know, for those who don't really know who Lauren Hill is, you know, from the Fugees. Fugees. Um, okay, number seven. I, I also, I think this is an album that kind of blends uh, big band jazz. Uh, 1976's uh, Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? great. Is there a better song than uh, Sir Duke? That song is so... He, his voice is so good, and he makes it seem like he's not even trying. Like, he's just having a good time on that song, and it's better than... His voice sounds better song. than anybody. Um. He had a song called As on it. You know, you, you've, you've heard it. But I mean, for me, Sir Duke, you know, it song. is a lot of fun. I have never gotten bored of that song. I have, From the moment I've heard it to, and I just was listening to it uh, on Monday. Okay. It it's is a great, a great one. still to me a, just a great, great song. I mean, it, 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 it holds up. I mean, he's he's just for me one of the best musicians who's ever, who've ever lived. And he plays um, like all, every instrument, right? Doesn't or at least knows how to. So on some of those albums, doesn't he play everything? He plays drums and stuff. 
I don't know. I never looked really in, into into uh, who recorded. I don't think he he played every al- uh, instrument. But what I was watching, uh, I was watching some live performances of Sir Duke. Mm. And, you know, because I get it on this loop. Well, so I'll, I'll, I'll get a song in my head and then I'll just play the shit out of it. And, you know, I'll play live performances, early performances, you know, scaled down. But there's nothing better than a, than, than a, than a, a, a big band, you know, with the horns. Jesus yeah. Christ, does that sound good? Um, what do you guys think about this? Number, this is going to be what? Number six. Uh, this is Parliament, Mothership Connection from 1975. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with P-Funk? That's funky. I, yeah, I, I uh, you know, I don't know everything. I still get a little confused about the difference between Parliament, Funkadelic, Parliament, Funkadelic. George Clinton. Uh, I watched a documentary about it, uh, and I, you know, just about the whole, just, I didn't realize they started as like a doo-wop, like the, the parliaments, I think, uh, but, uh, I still am a little confused what the difference is, but I like both parliament and funkadelic. There's a lot of guys. I, I, I know Bootsy Collins is in the band. Yeah. You know? Yeah. George Clinton, Bootsy Collins. Bootsy Collins. I like it. Okay. Now we're in the top five. Um, again, remember, this is according to BET, you know, the, the top, <laughs> the top 12 albums you should own, um, mm-hmm. 1971s, there's a riot going on. Sly and the family. Stone. Oh yeah. And Sly and the family. And the song everybody would know is family affair. Yeah. They're great. Okay. <laughs> no, nothing more about that. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's move on to Look this four. Beck interview. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, Anthony, maybe you know this, or Adam would know this better than I. Um, I, I'm not. A, I, I really don't know too much about this guy. Um, number four, I can't believe how high this is. This is on this list. Uh, Brown Sugar by D'Angelo, 1995. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with this? Uh, I, is that the the album where in the, the music video he just isn't wearing a shirt, and it, it, everybody went. Nuts I think that's all his videos. Like, all ripped. <laughs> Well, think, yeah. it was like it was like one was shot. It didn't, it didn't cut away from him. I think actually, I think maybe he wasn't wearing any clothes, but the camera like only went to like the pelvic, you know, cut it off like right before, like maybe you can see a pube. Uh, like it went all the way down. I just remember that was like got tons of play. I, I, I mean, I haven't. You should try that, Anthony. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting blush. back. In, <laughs> if I was in this guy's shape, that would be my headshot. Yeah, I, I would do it too. Um, but I, you know, I never listened to the uh, to the album. I just that video got a ton of play on uh, MTV. Um, number three, this is one of my my favorite um, R and B uh, artists. Maybe my favorite. You know, I guess modern. You know, I'm going to say okay in the last 20, 30 years. Uh, Mary J. Blige. Watch the four one one. Ugh, hmm. awful. Awful. You hate really? Oh, I hate her. I'd punch her if I saw her. No, you, you just <laughs> say it. I would punch what? her. I would punch her if I saw her. I can't stand it. Oh, you don't like family great. affair? No oh, more drama. Uh, you remind me real love. Get oh, out of here. Gosh. Real love I is a good song. Scissors in my ears. I, I, Mary I enjoy, Jane, uh, she's gonna be at the halftime show. I this can't year. do it. I will, yeah, and I'll show. be getting dip when she goes. <laughs> nah. Oh, she's doing the halftime. It's it's I'll a be, Mary J. Yeah, she's gonna be preparing my nachos. 
Yeah, but she's the name featured on <laughs> Mary J. Blige. Oh my gosh, mm. they, you know, why can't they get a good? They can't get anybody good. Like she's uh, great because they don't pay. That's why. But they don't pay. That's right. That's why she, they got somebody free. Mary <laughs> Blige. She was around. She wouldn't do anything. Mary they J. Have, Blige uh, better than Buddy Guy. Mary J. Blige. Yeah, in my opinion. Oh wow. my gosh, Mary J. Blige can't Mary do. J. Blige. She can't play one instrument. She could sing. She could sing. She could sing. She could sing. So she's she's, she's, she's right. sexy. No, man. She's, she's not that sexy. What? 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 She do steal money from you? Why do you hate her so much? She stole my soul every time I listen to her. <laughs> oh man! Man, would she hit you with a car and take off? She you did. really have enough of Mary J. Music hit me with a car, and it feels the uh, same. It's exactly the same. Okay, I guess this is a kind of a big album because this is number two. Um, 1993's R. Kelly 12 play. Ah, uh, R. Kelly. Up and grind on this. Your body calls that number two. Sex me. I don't know Come about on, that. Man. Is this too high? This I wouldn't have included R. Kelly yeah. on the list. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm sure this stuff came out. I'm sure this list came out way before, but not even that stuff. I don't think he's that great. Well, where do you separate the person from the art? Uh, I always separate. You hold it, it against them? No, I always separate it. I... Bill Cosby's the best comic that ever lived, and <laughs> you know, it's like he's nobody could do what he could do. Nobody could tell hour or tell two hour stories, like hour stories for two hours and things like that. So I can separate it. I just don't really like the music. It's not. I it's was not never so, a big R. Kelly. Not, I don't care. If, I don't care if he peed on kids. I just don't like the music. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've heard, I've heard it. I mean, it's it's all right. To me, it seemed very high on the list. Yeah, way too high. But yeah, then again, I don't high. watch uh, BET on the regular. We know, uh, we know. Yeah, you don't have to say it like yeah. that. Oh, Jesus. by the way, uh, if you guys are going to be in uh, New York in August, you guys want to go see Kid Rock? <laughs> if I want to see Kid Rock, okay. I, I could go to his house right now. So um, that's I, that's Kid yeah. Rock and Foreigner playing together. Jeff, yeah. I would. Do you like? Because I'm assuming you agree with some of the things that he's uh, all about lately. Do you actually like his new songs? Uh, I like that one with the with the uh, rocket video. The which one is that? Is that the? The one with the the brand, uh, let's go Brandon chance. Uh, no, I didn't. I haven't heard that. I think that's a new, a newer one. That yeah. Okay, so you like the other one where it's like, don't tell me how to live yeah, or I whatever. I, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> but he's well, coming at you, like Anthony, the, about like you know poor Bobby Mayer Jr. Why does yeah. why does your why does your kid rock sound exactly like James Brown? By the way. Well, that was a different guy <laughs> singing the hook on the Kid Rock song. Yeah, he sounds like that. It's a different guy. It's not. Yeah. It's not hook. It's not Kid Rock. It's another guy. Um, right, who's number one? Okay, like, like I ha can you can you guess what the number one album according to uh, uh, Thriller? Uh, oh, yeah. oh, Thriller! Uh, he got it. All right, Dustin nailed it. Thriller. How can you not, man? Every song on it is I a monster, it. monster album. I have that album. Great, great, one of the greatest albums of all time. Any genre. I don't know about the greatest of all time, but it's a, definitely a solid album. It's uh you really you don't think it's a top ten album of any any genre of all time. Success wise it is, but but artistically it's undeniable. Yeah, I I I don't know. I mean it depends what Billie you Jean. want in a top ten. What do you want in a top ten? Like what is I mean, is it about you know, what kind of sounds it I mean, I don't know, it just depends. I think it's I think a lot it's of, a, I think it's a top five, if not top three album of all time. No if way. it wasn't as popular, would it be as good? Yes. 
I mean, Anthony, what do you think? Between, yeah. beat, between Beat It, Billie Jean. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's an incredible Human nature. Every, so? Almost every single song was like, not just a single, but a huge single. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the singles and the success and the airplay. I'm just talking about the album itself. I'd rather listen to Purple Rain. You know, oh, that's yeah? just, it's yep. just me. I'd well, rather listen to other things. I think it's better than Purple Rain. I think I, well, I've listened to Thriller more than I've listened to Purple Rain, but I feel like maybe Purple Rain would be a better album. Well, what, you know, I mean, Quincy Jones could make us, you know, a, a hobo in the street sound good. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of uh, facets there that Michael had access to, but, you know, yeah. I mean, he's a genius. He was a great, 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 great singer. You know, nobody's denying that. Um, I'm more of a Tito fan when it comes to the Jackson family. <laughs> Dustin, didn't you like the difference between a song like like um, like Beat It with Eddie Van Halen playing the lead in it, and then something fun. sweet like um, Human Nature? It was fun. Yeah. I like I like Michael Jackson. I just don't know if it's you know it's like I don't know. It's so it's so Pepsi Cola to me. You know, it's uh, it's well, just, that's it's, why I'm saying like Purple Rain probably is like. Cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like if it's like darker, feels like a band. So it's lean, right, right. Press. Purple Rain is definitely darker than Thriller. Well, I lean, but I mean, it's good stuff. You can't like a Michael Jackson song comes on from that album that you can't not be in a good mood and enjoy the song. Obviously, there's nobody's denying that it's not good music. You know, but top ten is a very serious list. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think um, here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna all do our our top ten albums, and then we'll compare and see. Well, I like this, and yeah. we'll see where we where we stand with each other on the top ten a personal Dustin, top 10? Dustin albums. Uh, Jeff, Adam, that'll be our next show. So everybody, you have a little bit of time to work yep. on that. So we'll see. Think we'll see who comes in prediction and we'll go back to the tape. prediction okay. okay will any of our albums overlap yeah a few will my and anthony's albums overlap a few <laughs> i think like, it's possible i'm going to take the over and under on one i would I say so. one, at least one of them top 10 of all I, time yeah, yeah i think this will be if, fun so that'll yeah. be the next. That'll be the next show. So we'll do that. That'll be the show. So we don't have yep. to do albums, particular albums. We'll just all three do our list together. I love that. All four, whatever. So um, there is a, a new Red Hot Chili Peppers album coming out March first. Um, they released a single. It's getting a lot of mixed reviews. Um, it's called Black Summer. Um, I listened to it. Um, I, you know, it's it's always fun when a band like uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers release anything new, you know, because I feel like they're such a fun rock band and like they've been around forever. And, you know, they're not the greatest band of all time, but they have some they have some talent and they have some yeah. good albums. And they're, I really like their vibe as a as a band. And being in California, there's nothing better than driving in California with the windows rolled down with some peppers going and. So I love this band. This song I felt was, uh, you know, it, it, it made you realize it's like um, how much work they've gone into making his voice sound better on some of these albums. Cause I feel like they didn't do a lot of, <laughs> a lot of auto tune on his, on his, on his voice. So he, uh, yeah, I mean, he kind of sounded regular instead of kind of over the top produced, but um, there was some good instrumental things happening in the, in the song. Um, I thought the lyrics were a little cheesy and stuff, but I felt like uh, overall it was decent, you know, but I don't think I would. I'm, I'm rushing out to buy this album. What do you think, Anthony? Uh, I, I feel pretty similar. His voice 
he had seemed to have like some kind of weird accent like he was just yeah. enunciating yeah. too much sometimes yeah, and uh that struck me as as odd um the song to me kind of felt like it could have been a b-side from californication yeah um but uh you know i'm glad they've got John Frusciante uh, back in the band. His guitar playing is great on it, you know? Yeah. So, uh, instrumentally, I think it sounded great. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I wasn't blown. I have a buddy who, who was texting me the other day. He's like, holy shit, they're back. This is the greatest. I was like, really? Wow. <laughs> and he's like, not even a big fan. He's like, this, yeah. this is amazing. And and uh, then I watched the video. I was like, is it? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have a problem with it, but... Uh, yeah, I didn't see the video. I just heard the track. Um, you know, they, they look good. He's, he pulls his shirt off, you know, he's still doing his... Doing nice. his, yeah, still, yeah. I love it. I love but, it. But, uh, I don't know, it, it was fine. It's, yeah. it's, it's like what I would have expected their new song to sound like. Hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, the accent thing was weird. Yeah, I was. It like, was right. It was a weird accent that he never had before. Yeah, I think it's kind of like a Madonna thing. The older they get, they become British. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I really I, I agree with almost everything Anthony says on this one. <laughs> that's that's uh, yeah, fair. It's wow. great to see John Frusciante back in the band since uh, 2006. Um, I wow, love. I, I love the way Flea plays bass. I love the way. Yeah. Chad is a drummer. I always hated Anthony Kiedis' voice. This is even worse. Uh, his <laughs> must, I saw the video. His mustache is disturbing. Um, I had the same exact mustache with the goatee and everything. Yeah, I had no, I, I, but you pull it off better than he does. I can't. Wow. I can't. I couldn't stand it. Uh, but wow. I did like the song. I did. I did yeah, like it. it. I. I love your. Um, your assessment that it could have been uh, something that may have been left off of Californication. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not the biggest chili peppers fan in the world. It's it's not bad. Um, but I did like this song. You know, it's it's good to see rock music back. And I did appreciate the fact that they didn't auto-tune it and and hype up uh, Anthony's voice. You know, it, yeah. his voice is what it is. And I I I, I like that he went there. Uh, I think the, the the song is 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 pretty catchy. It's fun. But I, like again. Anthony, yeah. I always wonder what the Chili Peppers would sound like if they would have had like a guy who could really sing. Hmm. Yeah, well, I think Anthony did some good job, a good job on a lot of the tracks. I mean, you know, I think he's it's called old age, too. I mean, I think <laughs> a little older you get, the less the, the good you sound. But um, yeah, maybe the, the album, stuff. maybe, the, you know, maybe the album will be great. You know, maybe some other good songs on it. Maybe this is just a dud off the album. So I don't think this is the best uh, song to release. But I didn't think it was mm. fun. Um, I didn't think it was really catchy either. I just thought it was just wow. kind of like, let's just get something out there. You know, oh, it was, yeah. You know, Did you think I, it was catchy at all? No. I don't I, remember no, it I now. It. I don't remember it. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I he I, had like a I weird pronunciation. He's great on it. Catchy is mm. like, you know, I don't know. Like, like Danny California. Give it away, give it away, give it away. No, that's catchy. You know, it wasn't yeah. anything like that, you know? So. You know, you can't get that out of your brain. And we heard that so much, you know. So, uh, but it's interesting. We'll see how this album is. Maybe it'll be a, maybe it'll be uh, the full album might be a great, and we'll definitely yeah. cover it. So we'll March 1st. That'll be a big one for us. March 1st. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for uh, tuning in and uh, being a part of Dustin's vinyl. We love you. And uh, yeah, check us out on our podcast. Cool. I think we're going to be on title soon. I'm working on uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. And, Keep buying vinyl. Woo! Rock and roll.